0: Welcome to the M&A Stories Podcast. I'm Robert Heaton, and I'm joined by my co-host, Toby Tester. These 10-minute podcasts are focused exclusively on post-M&A integration. And in each episode, we will talk through case studies and draw on our own experiences with the intention of highlighting the good, bad, and the ugly. To leave you with valuable lessons on how best to ensure success in your M&A integration. So let's get this podcast underway. Hi, Toby, welcome to the uh, co-hosting podcast. Good to talk to you, Robert. Yeah, we've got some uh, interesting discussion in the next 10 minutes. Um, You've got more than 20 years experience in strategic financial and operating value from from dozens of M&A deals. Uh, you've worked across a, a variety of industries, both locally and, and overseas. Um, so I'd like to get your thoughts on this. The, uh, the current situation stopped business as usual in its tracks, but it's also revealing businesses with weak business models and overstretched balance sheets. And in, and in normal markets, that might trigger a need for companies to merge or looking at, look at divesting underperforming assets. I mean, has all that changed? should we sit and wait until everything returns to normal uh and you said that it, it's actually an opportunity to find buried treasure in your own backyard what, what did you mean <laughs> by that
1: uh, uh robert well look you know I may, maybe it's just that I, I have to be honest i'm pretty sure so many people said this and probably look i'm going to be saying it again like everybody else says this is an absolutely extraordinary situation in a humanitarian sense and in an economic sense and it's it's in many ways it's absolutely surreal, and you kind of think, well, you know, what do you do? And like, you know, if you're if you're uh, a CEO or a deal maker, you know, what do you do in this circumstance? You know, um, you know, you could say, well, look, you know, wait and see, let's see how things pan out. Well, certainly, um, you know, now is not a great time to be doing any kind of deal making because, after all, how would you do any kind of valuations? What what yardstick would you use? Um, so many variables. The interesting thing is, and I think, Robert, is that like all these things, you know, it's it's often a good ch- opportunity to really have a good look, you know, look at your own business, and you know, to see sort of like what is it that's in your business that perhaps is like a real gem or, like I call it, buried treasure. To say, well, look, here I have my business. I have a whole collection of assets, and they could be arranged as technology assets, or they could be property assets, or they could be business units, and say, well look. Perhaps a business of, uh, that's under uh, under our control might be worth more under someone else's hands. So it actually is a good opportunity to have a look at the entire portfolio of assets.
0: Hundred percent agree. Um, and uh, particularly the point you made at the beginning of this—you know—sitting it out isn't an option. Doing nothing isn't an option. Uh, so so, it's
1: you know, the th- it is a, it's a great time to do, th- you know, this is a, how How often do you get an opportunity like this? I mean, in a, in a perverse sense, you have to sit back and say, all right, let me have a good, long, hard look at the, my business model. Have a good, long, hard look at my balance sheet. How can I make my business model and my balance sheet more resilient uh, that can actually withstand future shocks? And there will be future shocks, we can't say what they're going to be. But, you know, the funny thing is it takes recessions like this, which we're going to have, inevitably, to.
0: Absolutely. Um, It's also, of course, uh, uh, you know, one of the points I often say to people is don't procrastinate. Use this to your advantage. It is. okay. um, let's take this a stage further. I'm going to put you in the big chair. So if you're sitting in the CEO's spot right now. Yep. Um, I mean, we've said, yeah, use this time to reflect, use this time to start looking at what the good points are of your business. Yep. Um, but w- w- what's, what's the top tip you should be giving yourself right now? Well,
1: look, the, there's obviously the health aspect and that, that that goes without saying. And then the second thing is obviously the cash position um, and looking to see how you can actually strengthen your cash. These, this, these almost go without saying. So I'll skip yeah. those two. Those are the immediate obvious ones. The next thing is to say, okay, as we emerge out of this, what should my business model be? And actually do a complete business model evaluation. And in particular, look at the assets that you currently got under your ownership and say, which of these assets could be best uh, best performing under new ownership? In other words, what assets someone would pay more than what I would value them for? And this is the thing that's surprising is that you may not think that your particular asset is actually has a particular value, but under new ownership and with their capabilities as a new owner, it might be worth quite a lot more. In other words, it could be a very profitable exercise. So first of all, decide what assets will be best under new ownership, uh, do that financial evaluation. And once you do that, then the next thing is to prepare, prepare, prepare. In other words, start separating out the tax uh, legal and accounting structure so that you can actually start getting clean financials um, coming out of that uh, business so that you've actually got something that you could show a potential buyer to say well this is how this business operating um, with its own separate um, balance sheet uh, its own set of accounts and under its own legal structure so that's one thing that's a Something you set up, you know, you can start doing that. You don't have to wait, you can start doing that now. And then the next thing is to actually start carving the business out so that it can operate as independently as possible. Again, that's something you can do. You don't have to wait for the sale process. You can do all this before the sale process begins to so start carving it out so it runs because then it's more attractive. It's a much more attractive business if it, it's if it's seen as something that can run independently. In other words, you don't have to cut all the ties and all that sort of stuff. And then the final part is, and it all comes with stories, telling a story. Telling a story about the untapped potential in the business, stories about the staff, telling stories about capabilities, and linking those stories back to the evidence. And I think get the stories, understand the stories, and make sure it's that it's not just anecdotal, but there's actually evidence behind it, and then develop
0: That's great advice, Toby, and I think it reflects my own experiences as well. My ref- then When you're ready, you can press that button,
1: that sales, that sell button, and you can go through a very smooth sale process, where above
0: all, you're controlling the agenda, not someone else. Bring the business to life. Yes. It's those it's those stories that fire up the uh, the imagination, if you like, in potential buyers who sort of yes. look at that and they go, "Actually, that that's something I can you know take and merge into my own business and make you know significant value from." So yeah, it
1: I, is. I, it, look, it, I've seen this. I don't know about you, Robert, but look, I have seen this done before, and I've been involved in a few transactions where we've done some really good storytelling. And you know, the thing is, it brings the defences down. It it. Basically, disarm. Yeah. It, it creates a more, a like, greater level of trust and a greater level of collaboration between the buyer and the seller, and I think that's the thing. Because, like all these things, when you tell a story, you know what happens? The buyer picks that up, the potential buyer, and they tell those stories, and those stories go round. You know, and yeah. this is it. Yeah. And 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 think hard about that. So presentation how you present the business how you package it and how you tell those stories around the number of different parts of the business not just around the financials but around the people around the capabilities around the operations and also and here's the point all those opportunities that you did have the investment for the potential funds for little investment opportunities bring those to life and all those things that you didn't do
0: the buyer a new buyer could potentially you know i'm just thinking back to the fact, as you were talking there, those stories essentially humanise the business, don't they? They put a yeah. They put a character. They put a character to the business. Yes. Yes. That, that brings it to life. Uh, it does. No, definitely. And um, uh, thanks, Toby. That's that's really good. Um, I think you know when I look at this, even though we've got these current challenges in the uh, COVID nineteen situation, adversity always offers opportunities and and that's exactly where we are right now and and your you know your comments are absolutely correct that CEO this is the time for CEOs and boards to reflect plan and prepare so that they are ready to put those assets out for sale um, and um, you know as you said before uh, uncover the buried treasure in your own backyard
1: absolutely Um, you heard uh, it. You actually, Robert, you just said it really well. They're saying reflect, plan, prepare. And if you do, yes. that, you can basically un- find that buried treasure in your own backyard and say, here's some treasure I've got, which I didn't even know I had. But once you yeah. reflect it, once you planned and once you prepared, you've got it. There are gems in every business.
0: Yeah. You know, something else has just occurred to me, and uh, I, I know we hadn't spoken about this previously, but... Not only does that give you the opportunity to prepare, but of course, as you and I know, communication is an absolute key to a successful uh, divestment uh, or, or business sale. And so, you can also take this time to socialize the idea with your employees, with your management team.
1: Absolutely. This, this, you, you, know, you, you actually hit a very point because you want those people on board with you when you're when you're selling yeah. a business you're selling the people with you you want those people to be as excited as you are about going under new ownership and taking the business in a new direction because the management team and the staff are absolutely key um yeah. you know, and uh, you want to keep them intact you don't want any uh, losing your staff you certainly don't want to lose any staff morale bring them along for the journey
0: yeah, no, it's just it's just really hit me thinking about it because, you know, in many MA scenarios, everything gets done sort of in secret yes. and then all of, a sudden, and all of a sudden the deal's done. And on both sides of the fence, employees and management are sitting there going, okay, so what does this mean for me? You know, what's going to happen? But with this scenario at the moment, using that time to plan and prepare and communicate well, yeah, it's it's almost the perfect scenario. It is, um, it is. you know, and to bring people along on the journey as you're preparing, get them involved, um, can take away a huge amount of that uncertainty and risk that yeah. that we've often seen in in M and A's that uh, that are done, you know, fairly quickly.
1: Yep. Yeah. Absolutely, Rob. I mean, we're, we're both on board. So it's just an ideal t- time to plan, prepare and communicate.
0: OK, now we want to keep these podcasts under 10 minutes if we can. So as we come to a close, could I ask you to just summarise the key takeaways that you've got from uh, this, from the listeners?
1: Um, yeah, look, I, I think I think perhaps it's just wrapping up. Um, yeah, be prepared, sell. Don't take a knee-jerk approach. Um Storytelling adds a significant premium, control the sale agenda.
0: Brilliant. Thank you, Toby. I think we can say that's a wrap. Let me just take a moment to thank everyone that's listening. Uh, we hope that the stories and the experiences we've talked about have been helpful to you and that it's given you some ideas on how you might reflect, review, plan and prepare your own m and activities as we come out of this COVID-19 situation and don't forget as Toby said at the very beginning there's always buried treasure in your own backyard and we're going to be back next week with another MA Stories podcast so make sure you tune in there thanks for listening bye for now